The distance between your dreams and reality is called action. How you survive through life takes more than motivation. You gotta grind. Most days I'm humble, some days I struggle, but every day I... What is up? This is your girl Rika. Welcome to Eat, Laugh, Hustle, where we give you tools, tips, and strategies to refuel and refocus your mind. Y'all ready for some real conversations? Let's get into it. Welcome back to Eat, Laugh, Hustle. It is your girl Rika. Happy Friday's Eve. What's going on, beautiful people? I hope everything's been going well for you guys. The last couple of weeks for myself has been crazy from being sick to my car breaking down. Let me just go into that. My car breaks down and it breaks down at the worst possible time ever. I was on my way to the doctor. So I'm on my way to the doctor. I am about to get off the exit and oil pressure stop engine light come on. And I'm like, hold up. I get my oil changed, honey. If I don't do nothing else, I get the oil changed. And yeah, that bad boy stopped. I had enough juice to get me to the side of the road. Oh, and you know when they say like it rains, when it rains, it pours. However that phrase go. Well, baby, it was raining and then it started pouring. So I'm sitting there feeling so helpless in that moment. Like, I can't believe this is happening to me right now on my way to medical to see the doctor. And it's just like, nope, sit down, have a seat, take care of business. Now, I know to many just like, oh, why is this such a big deal? Because my vehicle was paid off, y'all. Like, I ain't have no car note. Like, I own that thing. You understand me? And so uh, part of me was just sitting there just thinking like, I knew I needed a new vehicle, but I didn't want to get one because of it being mine. And I didn't want to play, you know, a car note. And so I was procrastinating on it, procrastinating on this one thing because I was complacent in my current situation. That's what procrastination do. Procrastination will halt your progression because you complacent in your current situation. And I was just like, now the air conditioning had been going bad. You know, the windows going up and down, having issues with those. So, you know, all around, I knew that it was time for me to get a new vehicle, but I just didn't want to get one. But I was forced to make a choice. And isn't that funny how life is, is that you'll come to a point in your life where you're forced to make the obvious choice that's been in your face, that's been saying, hey, do this, do this, do this. And you just kind of find a way to avoid it because you're like content. I don't know, that took everything out of me because I needed reliable transportation, especially because it's just me here with three kids and I have to shuffle them around. And, you know, it was just a headache behind of how I was going to navigate that. But I had some good friends and they came through and got a rental car and everything worked out. And let me tell you how I know I made the obvious choice, because at that point I was forced to say, girl, stop, go ahead and get this new vehicle, right? You can afford it. So while my friend is picking me up, I ended up going to fill out my loan application and about time we got from the tow truck picking us up 
um, driving back to my house. Well, actually driving to pick up my daughter. By the time I reached my daughter's school, I'm going to pick her up early because at this point I didn't have a car. And I mean, her school's in the neighborhood, so it wasn't big, be a big issue. However, it was raining outside and I wasn't walking up to the school in the rain. When I got to the school, my husband was calling me saying, oh yeah, the loan is approved. Just that quick. So sometimes you're going to make some decisions that's just going to fall right into place. And it's going to feel like, dang, that was so easy. And sometimes it is that easy when you make the right choice. The obvious choice is not always the right choice. But if you know that you've been, you know, holding on to something, procrastinating on that thing, go ahead and step out and do it. And in the end, I find this amazing vehicle. It has everything that I wanted plus more. I'm up in this thing driving around feeling like, dang, why did I wait so long? That's how rewarding it felt. It left me feeling like, girl, you was on one. Because this took way too long. I mean, I want you to think about that. You know, my food for thought for you is, what is that one thing that you're procrastinating on doing? And the obvious choice is there. Even with me being sick though, even with, you know, the car situation and kind of balancing that thing out and, you know, the stressors of it, your girl still had time to read though. And y'all know I always got a good book for you. So I went on my bookshelf and actually this is a book that my husband had bought. I didn't pick it up, but I was like, huh, let me just go peruse my little bookshelf and see what was on there. So I picked up the book. You are a badass. How to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life by Jen Sincera. Have you read this book? Book is amazing. She's a best-selling author, a success coach who has helped countless people transform their personal and professional lives. She has newsletters, seminars, she do private sessions, public appearances. But in this book, it's for people who are trying to improve their lives and just don't want to get like drained doing it. Because a lot of these self-help books, I'm going to be honest with you, you go through them and you're reading them and it's just like, it's emotionally draining because it's taking you places that you have to go in order to improve yourself, but you get so tired of going through that process that there is no, you know, buildup. So you go through all of that and you'd be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, what do I get out at the end? Well, I really like this book because she makes it very, like she divides it up in great chapters to kind of help you dive into your mental mindset and just kind of push through that mental holds that sabotages us a little bit. In this one section of the book, it's titled Procrastination, Perfection, and a Polished Beer Garden. But in this particular section in the book, She talks about how oftentimes we're unqualified for something, but what we're really saying is we're too scared to try it and not that we can't do it. Let me say that one more time. She said, when we're unqualified for something, what we're really saying is we're too scared to try it, not that we can't do it. Most of the time, it's the lack of experience that's holding us back rather than the lack of determination to do what we need to do to be successful. We put so much energy in coming up with excuses why we can't be, do, or have the things we want and designing a perfect distraction to keep us from our dreams. Imagine how far we'll get if we just shut up and use all that energy and go for it instead. 
I read that, that thing touched me. Do you understand? Because that is the truth. If I would have just did three months ago, put the amount of energy and effort that I put into other things just to sit down, find out what I wanted in a car, what I needed in a car, just go ahead and plop it alone. It wasn't like my credit bad, you know, all those things was falling into place. But if I would have just took the time to just figure out what I need to do and do it and put energy towards that instead of just procrastinating and saying, I'm gonna make this little thing work, how far farther I would have been. I wouldn't have to feel so much stress. When stress get a hold of your body and you're already sick, oh my gosh, you can't be there for anybody else. And I really needed to take the time and, and I tell you guys this all the time, refuel yourself because you can't pour into anybody else if you yourself is not full. And so for me, that was something that I really had to do. I had to sit myself down. I was like, okay, we're going to have to hold up on an episode right now because you're going to have to get yourself together, young lady. You up here trying to preach and teach and tell everybody else about refueling and refocus, but you need to do the same thing. I need to do that because I have three people relying on me. My kid, I can't give them excuse. There's an expectation there that I will provide and I will be there. And so when I can't be there, it's just... Oh man, that feeling will just halt you. And so I just had to get myself together. But like I said, when I read this particular chapter in the book, I was just, my mind was blown. I want to give you guys that food for thought, but well, you know how I like to do. I'm going to have a little bit more conversation about this. And I just want to be very transparent when we look at, you know, the things that we're trying to achieve in our life and what's actually holding us back from getting there. So I just want to give you guys some aha moments. Hopefully you get some great takeaways, some tools, tips, and strategies, as I like to say. So stick with us as we get into our lipstick and lace segment. Welcome back to Eat, Laugh, Hustle. We are in our lipstick and lace segment and we are talking about how procrastination halts progression because you are so complacent or content in your current situation and how sometimes life will force you to make a decision on the choice that is obvious, that's like been right there in front of your eyes and you just been scared. In our Food for Thought segment, I was telling you guys about the book, You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero. And in the book, she was talking about how procrastination is one of the most popular forms of self-sabotage because it's really easy. When I read that, I kind of thought, she right? Because child, I know I can make an excuse why I can't do something. I ain't got time to do it. And really, it's just fear. And I think fear comes in all different forms. We'll say we lack the qualification or we lack the degree or we don't really know that much about it or we don't have a support system or 
oh, I just don't have the money. And all of those are just excuses as to why you won't jump off the cliff towards your dreams. And we got to stop that thing. We really do. And so if you're not serious about changing your life, then when are you going to get serious? And is it going to be when you find yourself having to make the obvious choice to do it when your back is against the wall? And then when you finally do it, it's just like, oh my gosh, this is so rewarding. My goodness, what took me so long? That's how it can be. And, you know, I started out with the story about my car, that being the obvious choice that I had to make. And it was something so simple. But in the end, it was so rewarding. Then I had to dig a little deeper. Right. Because y'all know I always try to, you know, self-reflect like, really, girl, why did it take so long for me? And I'm just going to speak for me. And hopefully, you know, somebody else can be like, yep, I do that, too. I have a hard time celebrating my achievements. I really do. I find that if I have to list everything that I've achieved or if I'm having a conversation with the kids, I'm like, dang, I can really dig in my bag and give them a lot of tools and give them a lot of stories and experiences that hopefully push them forward in just school or helping them trying to, you know, navigate their journey called life. But even still, I don't take the time to reward myself on those achievements. I can remember when I sat down and I was like, oh, you know, um, uh, when I graduate with my bachelor's degree, oh, I'm going to buy me a nice Movado watch. Honey, I bought my husband a Movado watch before I bought myself one. Then when I graduated from grad school, I said, oh, I'm going to buy me some red bottoms. Honey, put the things in the basket. Was about to push sin. Looked at that. I was like, them $2,000 can go somewhere else, honey. And I just didn't do it. And I'm not saying that you always have to make it materialistic. What I'm saying is you always should stop and just try to find something so that you can be present in that moment and reward yourself. Even if it's buying yourself a a reminder or a plaque or hanging your degree up on the wall. Like I look around and my grad degree is still in the envelope that it was sent to me. That's a shame. It, it really is. It's a shame. But, you know, I don't want to live in those accolades. I'm always pushing to grow and evolve and, you know, achieve bigger things, not just for me, but just so I can bust down the door and show my kids that it's doable. However, sometimes you got to pause and smell the roses. And I had to teach my kids this too. And, you know, I was like, man, this is being so hypocritical, but I wanted to tell them that don't be like mom. You know, when I take you guys out to get ice cream, when they get great report cards or whatnot, or they achieve something in school, I'm not doing that to say, oh, every time you get something, you should go out to eat. No, I'm not trying to build an emotional eater. What I'm trying to do is say, hey, stop and pause and let's recognize that you did something great. And even though it's something small, those small things become building blocks. And for me, I've had a lot of small things that are excellent building blocks in my life. And whether it's been travel, you know, career accomplishments, all those things. But even in the way my mindset is now, there is a complete 
mindset shift that I had to go through that I'm proud of myself to be able to go through because not a lot of people are willing and able to be in the headspace that I'm in. I'm thankful for supportive friends, but it gets to a point where you start surrounding yourself around so many different things that you, number one, don't push forward and go for the next thing. Or number two, you don't stop and pause and be present in the moment of the things that you are achieving. So when I read this book and she talks about everything in this book, like each chapter in this book will relate to you. I ain't lying. It's like divided into five parts is how you got this way, how to embrace your inner badass, how to tap into the mother load, how to get over your BS already. Mm. And that's the chap, that's the part that I'm in right now. And that chapter of procrastination, perfection, and a polished beer garden is in that chapter. And how to kick some ass. Next week, we're going to be, you know, diving in that part because I think we really, you know, once we get over our BS, we just need to go out there and do the doggone thing. Back to this week, when we're talking about procrastination, what is that thing that you're procrastinating on? Why is it taking you so long to do it? In the book, she says, because when we say we're unqualified for something, what we're really saying is that we're too scared to try it, not that we can't do it. I could agree with that. We put so much energy in finding excuses why we can't do the things that we want. And child, you know, we can design up some distractions to keep us from our dreams. I think that's true. But I think we need to start giving ourselves more credit and look at the things that you're naturally drawn to. Girl, you can go to school all you want, but after school, what is it that you want to do? That's the thing that you need to be writing down and planning for. In the book, she says, there's no better teacher than necessity. For me, the necessity was having reliable transportation, but <laughs> me being content and saying, oh, well, I own this and this is mine. I mean, the thing broke down, beat up, busted and disgusted. It wasn't that bad, y'all. My little blueberry wasn't that bad. It was a little Chevy Traverse. But anybody that knows me, you get up in that thing, it's like, hey, welcome to the mom vehicle. Now y'all know I'm running, running, rolling around, feeling myself in my new vehicle. You can't even uh, eat and drink in that one. I told my kids. So you know how we, we get bougie when we get something new. But <laughs> to dial it back, procrastination is one of the most popular forms of self-sabotage because it's really easy. Do you agree? I definitely agree. I really do. So how can we stop it? Well, there's a lot of things that you can do to stop it. The first thing is, is that remember, it's better to be, it's better to do it than to perfect it. Meaning go ahead and and try that thing. You ain't got to be in the best shape. Go ahead and create it. Sing it, make it, bake it, sew it. Go ahead and speak it, teach it, preach it. Go out there and tackle it. You ain't got to be perfect. And I think society has put this issue in our in our mind that we have to have this perfect image and be solid. People are not relating to that. That's why these reality shows are so popular now. It's not because it's the best storyline. It's because... Everybody be like, ooh, they got a friend like that or they're just relatable. So what I'm telling you is rather than trying to be perfect, be yourself. Just go out and do that thing. In the book, Jen talks about how one time she spent an entire month 
preparing her office to write a book. She was like, I had to get the right chair. I had to put the desk in the perfect place by the window. I had to organize all my materials I needed. Then I reorganized them about three times, cleaned the pace until I could perform surgery on the floor and then proceeded to write the entire thing at my kitchen table. (laughs) When I read that, just like I just did now, bust out laughing because we will do that. I did that. Even when I was setting up my podcast, you know, you know, I had my canvas board and I was trying to storyboard it out and I was trying to have all the stickies aligned and what did I want to say and what did I want to do and have my content and yeah, all those things are important, but honey, when are you going to get on the mic and just get to it? And the bad part about it was I was trying to find a perfect place to record half the time. Child, I might be recording in my closet. Sometimes I'm recording downstairs because the kids are at school. At the end of the day, it's not about where you're doing it, right? What's the most important thing is doing it. We spend so much time on trying to prepare the perfect area or set the place for us to do something that when it's time to do it, we tired. We ain't even got the energy to push forward to even dive into thing. We got to stop that. To me, that is a perfect distraction. Not only do we try to use the unqualified, the next thing we'll try to do is, oh, we got to have the perfect arena to do that dang on thing. Now, I know I told you that the title of this chapter was Procrastination, Perfection, and a Polished Beer Garden. We talked about procrastination. We talked about perfection. Now I'm going to tell you her story about a polished beer garden. So one of her first jobs coming out of college was a production coordinator for the Ethnic Folks Arts Festival, which was a nonprofit group out of New York City. So she, like everybody else, we've all been there, heard about the job from a friend and thought, oh man, this is going to be the perfect job for me, although she's never produced a thing in her life, right? And she was like, and folk art is kind of boring. So she said it looked fun anyway. She was like, because she was going to be in a funky loft in Tribeca. It was going to be about the music. People going to bring their dogs. And she was just like musicians, dancers, artists from all around the world. They're going to gather in this polished beer garden in Queens for a big fat party, which meant skirts, free sausage and beer. And how could she ever not submit for a job like that? So like we all do, we put together that perfect resume. She listed all her achievements, plays she produced in college, several like of her organizations in high school she started and some stuff that she learned hanging around her DJ friend. She said she got dressed in business casuals that she borrowed from her mom that didn't even fit, marched off from the interview. And a couple of hours later, they called me. And uh, she got the job. However, comma, she said, I lied awake, like wide awake in horror thinking, my God, what have I done? I'm such a monster. These sweet, big hearted, sandal wearing people just handed me a coffee can full of money. 
that they spent the entire year collecting for this festival and I'm the lion fathead who's going to blow it. I thought about turning myself in, but unwillingly to turn down a good party, went for it instead and wind up working harder for them than I ever worked in my entire life. I decided to rise to the occasion and make this the best damn festival that the Polished Beer Garden had ever seen. And I pulled it off. I was like, dang. But in retrospect, looking back, she talks about how, you know, she went on to do many more things that she was quote unquote unqualified for. But she also wasted plenty of time pretending that she wasn't ready to do some of the other things that she really wanted to do. And the most rewarding times were the times that she jumped in, went forward all the way in without thinking. And then the things that she spent time sitting around getting ready winded up being the things she actually did nothing instead. It's so many different times where we go after that one big gig or that one job or kind of make that hobby become our business. And we're scared to death. We really are. You don't have to put yourself under these huge expectations. These are your goals and you can manage them realistically. And I think that's another thing that we do. We find ourselves putting ourselves through the ringer when we should just chill and enjoy the process. It is a process and we have to go through it. In the end, I want to leave you guys with these tools, tips, and strategies. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Stop researching, preparing, talking about it, um, gathering insight. You've done enough. Jump in and see how strong your wings are. Procrastination breeds complacency. Number two, process over perfection. Don't get distracted going through the process, meaning you find every reason not to do it or you find every excuse as to why you can't do it. Just go through the process, learn from it, build from it. Number three, pause for the cause. It is okay to sit back and realize how far you've come. Your achievements, your goals, accomplishing different things around the house, just all the roles that you have, write them down on a piece of paper. Each of those roles that you carry, whether you're a wife, you're a mom, you are a professional, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you're a mentor, any of those things that you do on a daily basis, think about all the things that you achieve by the end of the day. Be able to sit down and see the worth in the little things that you do and how they become building blocks to that big thing. Four. Stop pretending to do what's necessary. We have a hard time buckling down and taking care of business. We find ourselves making every excuse as to why it can't get done. We're not qualified. We don't have the money. We don't have the resources. Stop. Just stop. Do what is necessary to get the job done. If it takes you a week to do it, do it. But it's okay, long as you're pushing forward towards your vision, towards your goal, that's what's most important. I love this one. It was at the end of her uh, chapter. It's love yourself. Love yourself for who you are right now in this moment. Love yourself for who you are destined to become. 
long as you keep pushing forward, going through the process, don't let that procrastination, perfection, or, you know, a little white lie hold you back. Go for your dreams. Cause boo, if not you, then who? Now, I know y'all enjoyed this conversation. Stop playing. Go ahead. Like this thing, review, subscribe. If you're listening to Apple, hit a star, share with a friend. You know, I need that RRS love. That's review, rate, and subscribe. Well, that is the end of today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Don't forget to connect with me on IG at Eat, Laugh, Hustle. And honeys, remember, there's two things that they can't stop, and that's grace and your hustle. Be blessed.